Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of The Standard is the Standard. Folks, remember, we're now on Sundays during the offseason, at least. I'm Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. With me, as always, my co-host, Lance Williams, out on the West Coast, living his best life. Lance, how are you this evening? I'm doing well. In the offseason or business season, uh, I want to be referred to as the ghost face Steeler. That's why you guys don't see my face anymore. We're seeing it right now, live on YouTube. So I, <laughs> I thought I was hiding. See, I'm glad I wasn't doing something. I didn't Seriously, want you, guys you weren't to picking see. your nose or something. <laughs> exactly. That's pretty funny. All right. Well, let's let's hit on some news right off the bat. Uh, today was the ever exciting Pro Bowl, which uh, is the biggest joke, in my opinion, uh, of any all-star game festivities you name it whatever you want to call it it's not football they pretend like it is football pete morelli and his crew are throwing flags <laughs> it was the i didn't watch all of it i gotta be honest i watched about a little bit of the set most of the second quarter i'll get to the news that happened to a Steeler in a second and i couldn't i after i watched a halftime and i just i just couldn't i can't watch it um i wrote a good article today for the website about how the NHL, believe it or not, I think gets it right. And we'll talk about that after this. But the news is that Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver for the Steelers, left the game with an apparent leg injury. I saw him get tackled. I want to say, what is the uh, Seahawks inside linebacker? Is it Wagner? Yeah, Bobby Wagner. He was going way too hard, man. I mean, I'm I'm watching this. Like, that dude needs to chill out. Like, n- no one else is trying to tackle. He's like, he's hidden. And he's, <laughs> he's the one that hit Juju and took him down. And Juju kind of, he came up limp and they took him to the sideline. He was being looked at uh, by medical staff. And that was it. Like he never came back in. There was no interview. He hasn't been active on social media. I was hoping to see, okay, hey, we're all good. I don't think this would be, if it was a serious injury, I think they probably would have carted him off. And that would have been something that it's, you hope it's something that time will heal. Uh, but Lance, this is the gosh, an injury in the Pro Bowl. Could it get any worse? No, it could not get any worse. What was the name of the uh, running back that played for the Patriots years ago? Went to University of Georgia, got hurt in the Pro Bowl, and never played again. Got a nerve issue. I think he got tackled. He actually got hurt prior to the game, I believe, playing beach volleyball. Maybe it was Robert <laughs> Edwards, I'm thinking. That's with the, the running back. Yeah, I think it was man. Robert Edwards. Yeah. I mean, football is the one sport that doesn't need an all-star game because you can actually get tackled and get hurt. Like, well, but, 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 but go, let, let me let me talk about this because you talk about like contact, like hockey is a phys- very physical sport as well, and then the injuries can happen. So I, I'm gonna, I'm going to assume, and we'll call this a, a stereotype. I'm assuming that you did not watch the NHL All-Star Game Saturday night. Actually, I did. Did you? I was, I, actually, I was fascinated because I was absolutely confused. Because there were like four teams playing, <laughs> yes, and I had no idea what was going on. Because Good. I saw a bunch of penguins, yeah, you know, with penguins jerseys, and I'm like, it's the All Star game. It like one team had a jersey. It was like four. I was like, I had no idea what was going on, but so, it was interesting because I was lost completely. Yeah. So the crux of my article that I wrote this morning was about how the NHL gets the All Star festivities right now. I've had a lot of people comment on the article saying that all all-star games are worthless. Look, I know they are, but they're not going anywhere either. 
So if you're going to do it, I, I think how the NHL thought outside the box. First and foremost, their skills competition, they totally revamped it. They do things like the fastest skater, the hardest shot, these really unique skill drills for the to really showcase the talent of the players in the NHL. And this year, they actually included some professional female players, so they're out trying to attract a whole new audience. That's smart. That's good brand management. That's good uh, p- PR. I mean, you're bringing in that whole new demographic. Now, on the All-Star game itself, when I was growing up, you know, you had Mario Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, Steve Eiserman. It was the East versus the West. It was five on five, blah, blah, blah. Now, as Lance was referring to, it gets broken down by division. And so the Penguins are in the Metropolitan Division, so they have their own all-star team. And they are in a bracket. And if you win, you move on. And the team that wins the bracket, they split the team. I think there are seven players on a team. They split a million dollars amongst themselves. It's something like 90000 apiece. And they get that. But here's the best part. No one pretends that they're going to play defense. So what do they do? Let's just take the defense off. They play three-on-three hockey. It's wide open ice. The final scores of these 10-minute games are like 10 to 7. That's If I'm a fan, if I'm a young kid, and I get a ticket to an all-star game, heck yeah. I'm seeing a lot of goals. I'm seeing the best players in the world showcase their skill. It's not about goaltending. Who cares? Just light up the scoreboard. No one's playing defense. You're just out there scoring goals. So to translate this into the NFL... If I'm them, I'm saying, look, Pro Bowl, we're not even wearing pads. We're doing seven-on-seven flag football. That'd be good. I'd watch that. Yeah. I'd I'd watch that. I remember a few years ago, they did a beach flag football game with NFL alumni. And that was more entertaining than the actual Pro Bowl. Boy, that was a lot of Tiger Ball. (laughs) It was a lot of icy hot, man. That's a lot of icy hot. Dan, I remember Dan Marino, um, Michael Irvin was active. He played, Deion Sanders played. I was more intrigued the day before the game with this alumni flag football, beach flag football game than I was with the actual Pro Bowl. Don't pretend that it's football when it's clearly not football, except for Bobby Wagner, who needs to chill the you-know-what out. So, um, But still, that's what I would do. Take the pads off, seven-on-seven, Let's do college overtime rules. You get the ball at the 40-yard line. You have so many plays to score. If you do score, you got to go for two. You do it like the NHL. Have teams broken down by division, bracketed out. It'd be fun to watch. I think it'd be a lot more interesting than what they're doing now, don't you think? Yeah, I'd add, I'd add you know, sort of like the NBA is starting to do it now where you have captains from the East and the West, and then they pick the rest of the team. Why don't you just pick a couple of captains and just, hey, make it NFC, AFC team, mix it all up, and you just pick a team and go out and play flag football. Bring yeah. out some Yeti coolers as yeah. well. You can bring out some <laughs> Yeti coolers. You can have brews, hot dogs, and popcorn on the sideline. Hey, let's just make it a fun, fun family event. You are Jeff, are you young enough to remember the superstars? Uh, Superstar competition used to come on ABC. I remember the the, the this might not be the same event. I remember the quarterback challenges that used to go on. I remember watching guys like Steve DeBerg and Dan Marino and all these quarterbacks with the blue chalk on the end of the football. Was that part of that, or are you talking about something different? No, superstars would be. You get athletes from different sports, and they would compete in different events. Like, they would swim against each other. Oh, they'd, okay. run, they'd run a bicycle. They'd have a slalom course. they do all this different stuff. Hey, man, just have some games. Some stuff that they could do, run hurdles, 
uh, who's the fastest guy. Like Daryl Green used to win superstars all the time because well, he was like the, guy, he was yeah. like the fastest guy. He used to win that all the time. I'd, I'd be more interested in that. Well, yeah, I mean, and and I I said you know they did a skills competition this year and it was really weird and I know that Juju Smith-Schuster won the best hands for the AFC, but man, bring someone said once to me when I proposed the flag football. I said, what about the offensive linemen that get to the Pro Bowl? Tell them they don't have to do anything, or they can stand on the sideline with Yeti coolers, like he mentioned. They can barbecue. Exactly. They're not going to be upset that they're not involved in a fake game. And then also, I, I think that if you'd have a let's say you have a a guy like Alejandro Villanueva who did wasn't the wasn't the Pro Bowl. Maybe he wants to go play tight end. He wants to catch some passes. So send him out. Let him catch some passes, man. The guy used to be a tight end back at, when he was with Army. I, I just think there's with the NFL's popularity as great as it is. There's no reason why the All Star Game should be that awful. How about who can get the most groupies? That'd be a good mm-hmm. contest. Who could pick up the most groupies in the quickest amount of time? But you know, the funny thing about NFL players is that they always want to be something else. You know, Le'Veon Bell is the perfect example. He wants to be a rapper. He's awful. He also wants to be a basketball player. I'm not sure how good at basketball. So have done the, the skills competition have like a three-point shooting competition like you said and and let them showcase their skills elsewhere and he wants to be a weed carrier so he could do that as well <laughs> like he and, all those he and Legarrett, yeah, that's the guy. Man, you made me say that guy's name. I haven't said his name in like two and a half years. It was longer than that. Shame on you. That's terrible. <laughs> so okay, so we we just fixed the Pro Bowl. I'm sure Roger Goodell's listening, so that's good. Um but what we wanted to do here is because we were going through grades and we were grading by position and it just kind of got stale. And Lance and I both agreed that let's, let's move on. Let's look towards the future. We're not looking in the past. I know I sound like Mike Tomlin right now. It is what it is. The standard is a standard. Obviously. Obviously. We're going to, if, if you have red paint, you paint your barn red. So what we're going to do is, and that's a Tomlinism if you didn't know that. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to look ahead and I am going to ask Lance, like, what would be his first priority? Because the, the new league year doesn't start till March. I think it's March 12th. I could be wrong, but uh, there's some possible moves that they could make prior to that. Whether it could be a trade of Antonio Brown. It could be the signing of a free agent or a soon to be free agent. So Lance, I know you have the list in front of you of the potential all unrestricted free agents, restricted free agents, and exclusive rights free agents. So go ahead and run through some names that you think the Steelers could potentially say, you know what, we don't want this guy even hitting free agency. Let's get him signed to a deal right now. Let's do this. Let me go through the list, Jeff. And you give me – so you say hit the streets or kick rocks. Or kick rocks means hit the streets, keep them means a guy that you're going to try to keep. Let me give you an example. Okay, so Ramon Foster is probably the biggest name outside of Le'Veon Bell, which we assume he is gone. So Ramon Foster, I I, I feel like if I'm the Steelers, I'm going to say, hey, Ramon, here's our best offer. We're going to let you test free agency, though. And, you know, the offer's on the table. Let's do it like this, this, then, Jeff. Offer, no offer. Okay. That works. Do it like that. Sure. But I think the number one priority is they got to figure out, of course, the AB drama. They got to figure out what they're going to do with that. Well, news, get- hey, Ian Rappaport said that he Brown has been in talks with the Steelers. 
Now it might not have been with the owner or the head coach, but he's been communicating with the team and that a return is not out of the realm of possibility. It might not be, a, it might not be likely, but at the same time, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Go ahead. Well, well listeners, just to tease my, yeah, I said it show. The next episode goes in detail about AB, and you'll hear my thoughts about that guy. <laughs> I'm sure you guys will be surprised. But let's go through the list. And so an offer or no offer is, okay. is how we're going to do it. So O or NF. So the first name is Latarius Walton, defensive N end. NF. Or N-O, sorry. N-O, N-O. No so no. <laughs> you see how that works. N-O, <laughs> no, so that works. O or right. no. Right. Jesse James. I'd give an offer. I agree. I think they like the two, both tight ends. I think both tight ends kind of complement each other. Jesse James, sure, pretty sure-handed, is going to make that catch, that short catch, no yards after the catch. But I think he gives them some things they can do in their offense with two tight ends. So I agree. I agree with the O. Eli Rogers, N-O or O? Oh, he played well down the stretch. Um... I'd go with I'd I'd give him an offer. It might be a low ball offer. Um, see if he takes the bait. Maybe one two year deal. I could see him signing for a one year deal, kind of like a show me type deal. I'd say give him an offer. I'm going to say an O, and I think he competes with Switzer to be the starting slot receiver. So I, okay. I, I'd say an O. LJ okay. Fort, N O or O. I think you have to give him an offer at this point. I mean, John Bostic proved that he is not the answer. Not that he ever was supposed to be the answer. That kind of what it's kind of what ticks me off the most about him is that so many people painted this picture of him that he's the guy. He's going to be the the he's going to be the guy that's going to fill those Brian Chazier shoes. No, no, he's not. He's never he was never that type of player. L.J. Forts is closer to that type of player, so I think you got to give him an offer. I don't want him to hit free agency, but that's just me. I think Ford will get an offer because I think that's just where they're at at that position which means they're not in a very good place. You would think on most teams that had better inside linebackers, Fort would be a guy that would be expendable. I think for them he isn't, so he will get an offer. Well, he's, Next, an, he's an insurance policy. That's all yes, he is. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce the last name wrong. Nate Barry, safety. I think Barry, uh, yeah, something Barry. like that. He's no offer. Uh, I that, agree. They no signed him from the Giants. He was, in my opinion, pretty much useless. So if you're amongst the Bear He faithful, I apologize. But <laughs> no, <laughs> he, no. he barely played as he played only 3.1 snaps. Well, not to uh, mention he tore his pectoral muscle, which is a major injury. So who knows what he would even be like coming back next year. So, uh, yeah, no offer. Let me let me uh, let me group some of these guys so we can get through this list quicker. Stephen Ridley, Justin Hunter, and Daniel McCullers. No, no, no. I agree. No, 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 no. Daniel McCullers. No, 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 no. Hey, you know the funny thing is McCullers. I don't know what kind of dirt he has on Colbert, Tomlin, or Rooney, but this guy has found a way to stick, stay, stick around since he was drafted, and has never played well, ever. Ever. They, they signed him to a one-year <laughs> deal. I mean, everyone, I feel like if you were to rewind the tape, go back to the same exact episode this last year, we would be saying that there's no way McCullers is back, and they signed him to a one-year deal. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. The guy I'm looking at his snap count, man. He played 11 percent of the defensive snaps. When? I mean, I I did Early. watch the games. Early. I did watch the games. Maybe he was that guy that was standing straight up, not moving. That, oh, yeah, that, yes, that, that, was, that was him. Yeah. But remember, early on, they were trying to run him out with the sub packages to help stop the run. He was getting stood up, was ineffective, and then he stopped playing. He is the living definition of what they call in football, titty fighting. Well, he's on skates every single time. <laughs> yes, he is. That's a big <laughs> man on ice skates, boy. <laughs> you call that guy a, uh, that's a, that's a boulder uh, for yeah. sure. The mountain uh, of a man. Let's run through these next three guys: okay. Darius Hayward Bay, Cody Sensabaugh, Jordan Barry. Who, uh, Barry? Uh, you know my feelings on him. No offer. You can find a punter better. I, I, I still believe you can find a better punter. Um, he, who's the other? Hayward Bay and Sensabaugh. Cody Sensabaugh. I, I would give them both an offer. But it's going to be an offer that is purely and a special teams player offer for DHB and purely a backup offer for Cody Sensible, which I think he would just turn down because I think in his mind he's proven that he's a starter in this league. No, he was just a starter on the in the Steelers secondary. That's not that does not equate to a standard starter in other NFL circles. So that's just mine. I'd say no offer to Barry. If he hits free agency and no one signs him. And you want to get him on the cheap, that's one thing, but I'm not giving him any type of preliminary offer. Figano. Figano, 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 Figano. For Figa, all of them? No. For, for all of them. See, I put Sensible in the same scenario kind of with Ford. It's like an insurance policy. He didn't play awful. You know? I mean, Artie Burns played awful. But Sensible stepped in, and he... he did his job more than he didn't. I guess I should say that. Not that that's like some crowning achievement in the NFL, but I don't know. That's just me. He's a bad insurance policy, Liberty Mutual. And the type of, uh, <laughs> there goes our sponsor, the type of insurance policy <laughs> that, uh, gives you a limited amount of money to cover about half your floor <laughs> that was fully saturated with water. But I don't want to get into that on there, the program. There goes our Liberty Mutual sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you the next three names. Well, I'm not going to give you the one name because Ryan Shazier, we all know that Ryan Shazier will not be back. So let I, me. But I do want to talk about him. We'll wait till the end, though. So let's go with uh, Anthony Chicolo, Tyson Alualu, and Ramon Foster. Uh, I kind of, I kind of talked about Foster already. I think that they say, you know, hey, here's our best offer. You can take it now. Or you can hit free agency and test. I guess in that scenario, they, they give him an offer. Um, Alulu, I think you also give him an offer. I think he's versatile enough and experienced enough that he's a good piece to have in case something happens to it or Hayward. Um, and who is the third name? I apologize. It was Chicolo. I gotta let. I gotta say no offer. Uh, yeah, he's a special teams guy. Yeah, he's depth. I just have to believe that there's even another backup in the NFL that could be better at rushing the passer than him. So I'm going to say no offer on him, but I give offers to the other two. Yeah, I'm going to give no offer to Anthony Chick-fil-O. Uh, he gets no offer. 
Tyson Alulu because he's a Cal guy. He'll get an offer. Cal football stand up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Ramon Foster, he'll get an offer as well. I mean, he played wow, 99.9% of the uh, snaps for the Steelers. And that's the one thing about Ramon Foster is not only is he a solid player, doesn't give up pressure, really good pass protector, but he's durable, man. That guy plays games, and yeah. availability often is the best ability. Le'Veon Bell, I think we can both assume that Le'Veon Bell will not be back. Bye-bye. Let's get to the restrictive free agents. We only have two. We talked about at the start of the program. You have to have signed a three-year contract, meaning you're an unsigned person when you were drafted. You were undrafted, excuse me, undrafted. Undrafted players get three-year contracts where at the termination or at the end of your third year, you become a restricted free agent. If you're drafted, it's a four-year deal. So restricted free agency for the large part is being eliminated in the National Football League due to rules. The two Steelers restricted free agents are Xavier Grimble and B.J. Finney. No or O? Oh. Um, they, they do like X-Man Grimble. Um, and Finney is considered by many to be, if something happens to Foster, let's say Foster turns down the offer, if the Steelers choose to not extend him an offer, there's a lot of people that think that Finney's the guy. I don't think there's any chance that they let Finney go anywhere else. Um, but I think they also bring back Grimble. He had, unfortunately, his one play this year was a bad one in Denver, where if he just puts the ball in the other arm, doesn't try to run the defender over, he doesn't fumble into the end zone. That was Xavier Grimble. So um, I'm going to say that they extend offers to both, and hopefully they keep them both. Yeah, I agree. I think they'll give, you know, unless it's changed, I mean, you can give a first-round tender, essentially, a second-round tender, or you can give a draft position one. But for them as undrafted guys, it'll be interesting to see what the level of tender will be for both players. But I think they definitely want to give uh, keep Finney. I think Finney's the more valuable of the two. Last but not least, we have the exclusive rights free agents. Essentially, those guys don't have too much opportunity in terms of their movement. But there's one big name or two big names of those guys that I think the Steelers are absolutely want to keep. And that's Mike Hilton and Matt Filer. The others are Malik Golden, Keith Kelsey, Joseph Cheek, and Jake McGee. None of those guys played any snaps, so I'm guessing they'll just be back, and they may make the roster. They'll just be back purely because they, they're ERFAs, I would think so, Jeff. What's your yeah. thoughts on those guys? They'll just be back. Camp bodies, essentially. Well, I mean, Filer and Hilton, no, I'd like to see this. No, no, not the two contract. Guys, no. Yeah, but I mean... Um, Golden's the one that suffered a pretty pretty horrific knee injury at the end of the preseason. Um, you got to see how he's doing. I think I know that they had him in the building. He was on injured reserve, but uh, yeah, I think you keep those guys around. And the, Golden, I, I thought he played uh, some really good football in the preseason last year until that knee injury. I thought he could have made the team and been a special teams player for him. So um, yeah, I think you try to keep as many of those guys around as you can because it's it's on the cheap pretty much. Yeah, those guys are camp bodies. So that's pretty much the list. Um, it looks like, you know, from the list we've given, and you know, none of those guys, I mean, Hilton, I think of all those guys, you know, probably Foster and Hilton are probably the two most important guys you probably want to bring back. Uh, I think of that entire list. Hilton, I think, is the best slot guy, one of the best slot corners in the NFL. I think you have to bring Hilton back. Um wow. Let's let's not downgrade the importance of BJ Finney. 
because not only is he a guard, yes. he can also play center. And he is the only depth piece they have in the interior. So I view him as almost like a Cody Wallace type minus the not so nice things done at the bottom of piles. If you remember the Mr. The, the, procto <laughs> the, the proctologist as he then became. Um, <laughs> so um, I, I think he's very valuable to this team. And if, if for some reason they were to lose Foster, his value goes up even more. So yeah, I agree with you. This is actually not a bad thing. I mean, if assuming the bell's gone, this is a, this is a group that, there's not a lot of big names on here. So the Steelers can kind of manage who they want to keep, who they are looking to just let walk and hopefully be big players in free agency for once and go out and maybe take a page out of the LA Rams. You're about to play in the Super Bowl book. When you say, you know what, we're going to go for it. I don't, you, do you think that's, that should be their approach to free agency this year? Is it, we got to go for it. You know, um, I think they better. I mean, I don't know if you want to do it, and be completely irresponsible about it, but um, well, look at the Rams. Was that irresponsible? They're in a Super Bowl, so absolutely not. I mean, they got they they traded for Peters. They got a keep Talib. They traded for I think Nadamik and Sue. Um, they gave Aaron Donald a ridiculous contract. He's worth every penny, but by the way, um, they brought in uh, the receiver from the Patriots, uh, Brandon, Brandon Cook. Cook. They they made moves. They brought in CJ Anderson off the scrap heap, and he's getting a lot of playing time. Um, that's I think the approach that you should take. You know, you, sometimes you got to part. Sometimes you got to part ways with some some guys to get a player that you think is going to make your team more complete. Hey man, there's a team up north that's gone to the AFC Championship eight straight years. Oh, <laughs> you, you you better figure out a better way because as long as they're going to the Super Bowl. That means you're not. Yeah. And Tom Brady came out today in an interview during halftime of the Pro Bowl, and they asked him straight up, is this going to be your last game? He said, there's absolutely 0% chance that this is my last football game. Why not, so, man? Avocado ice cream with salt and pepper on it. Hey, got to love it. <laughs> I've had that, not with salt and pepper. <laughs> Wait, oh, Jeff, man. Okay, reveal. Is that shit nasty? No, not if it's done correctly. Avocado ice cream? Yeah. You got to get the avocados and the uh, cacao powder and then honey, and you, it's good. I like it. You should have revealed that. That's you. Why? You weird, man. <laughs> I'm not saying I eat it all the time. I'm just saying that it's not bad. You know, well, you know, you guys are from West Virginia, so. Well, what the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> you know you know what Pittsburgh is saying about people from West Virginia? <laughs> no, I don't know. Why don't you enlighten me on the air? So what happens, and people from Pittsburgh know that what people from West Virginia are the butt of every Steeler of every Pittsburgh joke. So, for instance, if somebody does something crazy, uh, must be from West Virginia. That's pretty, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much it. So, if somebody does anything that's odd, you know, weird, different, ah, uh, you must be from West Virginia. Okay. All right. I see how it is. All right. It's a it's a Pittsburgh thing. But I will say West Virginia Steeler fans are the most passionate Steeler fans in Steeler Nation. West Virginia Steeler fans are absolutely nuts, so insane, absolutely crazy. I mean, they, they take it to a notch that's way above Steeler fans from Pittsburgh. I mean, even Steeler fans from Pittsburgh are like, man, West Virginia Steeler fans, boy, woof. That's crazy. <laughs> like, whoa. 
Like, whoo. Hey, yeah. It, it's it, where I grew up, man. It's there was no option. It's yes, yes. There is no option. Pe- yes. People people make fun of the way I handle my children and living in Maryland. And they're like, you're brainwashing them. And I said, yes, yes, I am. Thank you very much. It's not an option. <laughs> it wasn't an option yeah. for me. It's not an option for them. <laughs> I've seen some West Virginia fans beat up some Cleveland Brown fans. Boy, Man. wow. It was like, woo. <laughs> well, I can only speak for, I grew up in Wheeling, West Virginia. Now, if people that are listening to this show wherever don't know where that is, that is in the tiny portion of West Virginia that is pinched between Ohio and Pennsylvania. I grew up about 45 minutes. I could get to Pittsburgh in 45 minutes if there was light traffic. Um, So with that said, people in Wheeling, especially the people in my family, can't stand Ohio. Anything about it. Right. (laughs) There's there's something about Ohio, and it probably has to do with the the sports teams. But, man, it's, it's the way they drive. It's it's how boring the state is. I mean, my dad used to say growing up, well, you could just take the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame out of there and implode the entire state and no one would miss it. And so, <laughs> that might have something to do with it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I, I mean, now, now where is uh, WVU is? That's Morgantown. Morgantown. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's right. I mean, so I if, remember- you know, if you know the interstate system, if you were to get on 79 South in Pittsburgh and stay on 79, yeah, it'll take you right into Morgantown. But right yeah, there. that's right. That's right. That's right. 79 yeah. is right by Northside. 279, 79 is right there. Right. North so if you're going to Wheeling, you get into Washington, PA, home yes. of uh, uh, who's the official that used to, there was the ref. Oh, man. Just that's not that's a door. Yeah, Steratore, Gene Steratore. He's from That's, Washington, PA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, is he? Okay. I thought he yeah. was from the south side. Yeah. I thought he was from, uh, okay, yeah. Tessator? Steratore. Steratore, okay. Yeah. yeah, he has a brother, and he would do college basketball games, too. He retired from the NFL. He's CBS's guru now. Let's go okay. to Gene and ask Gene what he uh, thinks. Gene, Gene, yeah, yeah, Gene. Okay, yeah, I knew yeah. those guys were from the yeah, area. He, that that, that yeah. accident is straight Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so, oh, and the attitude when he would call the, you know, you got to hold first down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I thought he was straight from Carson Street, man. I thought he was straight. Nah, he's from Washington. So if you get to Washington, PA, you take 70, and that takes you right into Wheeling. And then that takes you really wherever you want to go in the West because everyone always says, oh, I've driven through Wheeling. Well, yeah, Interstate 70 is a big thing. So, <laughs> all right. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Ryan Shazier here uh, before we move on. Now, Ryan Chazier is a free agent. He, he was given his money early uh, in, in, in the form of a signing bonus. Now, Ian Whetstone, who you actually follow on Twitter as well, correct? Yes. Very good with the salary cap. Probably the best person that I've seen with the salary cap outside of someone that actually works with it for the NFL in that capacity. And he brought up how it was really interesting that the Steelers did that. They gave him the money early, and it's because... If they want to sign him to a veteran minimum this year, it's going to be relative to what he was paid per salary this year. So in other words, they can sign Ryan Chazier for like $500,000 and keep him as a part of the team, let him rehab with the with their doctors, with their trainers, continue his progression, regardless of what his ultimate goals are. They could do that. And I got to be honest, Lance, you could disagree with this. If they don't do something like that, I'm going to lose a lot of, you know, when I explain what it's like to be a Steeler fan, it's because the, the team is like family. I'm going to lose some of that if they don't do something like that. You agree or disagree? 
Yeah, they're going to take care of that. They I mean, better. I think, I think that will essentially be his salary to be a coach. Yeah, I don't know if you can make him a coach. The guy still wants to play. Whether you think that's possible, whether you think he should or shouldn't is not yours or my decision. True. But he still wants to play. How are you going to tell a guy we're going to bring you on as a coach? And he's- no, I don't think you say he's going to be a coach. You bring him on. You pay him the 500K. He continues to work and tries to come back as a player. But you also pay for his mind in the right. defensive room pointers to you know teaching technique to linebackers and kind of all that encompasses itself but you're paying for his mind and you're paying for him to rehab so what you can get out of his mind at this point is more valuable than his rehab so i think that's why he'll stay on i think at some point in time if he ever plays again or if not I, i think ryan shazier will be part of the organization forever i don't think he'll have to want for anything i would hope so because it this isn't a situation where a player, you know, tears up a knee. I mean, it's and an injury's an injury. I, I got to say that, you know, but you look at the type of player that he was in terms of a first round draft pick. He was that type of player that could completely change a defense. Um, and he's not a turd. And he wasn't a turd. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's just call it what it is. He wasn't yes, a turd. That too. He that's wasn't it. a turd. I mean, he was likable. I mean, because for everything you said, if he were a turd, it would be much easier not to do. Yeah. He wasn't a turd. He wasn't a pain in the rump. Everybody likes the kid. I mean, his attitude was infectious. I mean, you want to do stuff for guys like that. You want guys like that around your organization. You know, so it, it, it behooves the Steelers to keep him around. So, yeah, and likability is major. And he was a likable guy who could ball. And you want that spirit and you want that energy in your building and you pay to keep it. Yeah, I just hope they get it done. I hope they do it sooner than later. You know, I, I don't even have that. I wouldn't, if I'm the Steelers, if I'm Art Rooney, I'm like, I don't even want people discussing him being a free agent. I don't even want it being a discussion. Let's talk to him. Let's give him a deal. Um, and let's keep him in house. Let's do the right thing. And then we'll move on. I think it's not going to hurt their salary cap or anything like that. So let's, I hope that's what they do. Fingers crossed. If not, I'll be really disappointed. Yeah. I think it'll be a, I think it would be a, a stain on the organization if they don't. Absolutely. All right. So to finish up the show here, I thought of a pretty interesting segment that I wanted to do with Lance on the standard as a standard. <laughs> and it's because and I said this on our preview show on Thursday night is that I listen to a lot of sports talk radio. Um, I drive 45 minutes one way to work and I have Sirius XM in my car. I listen to ESPN radio. I love uh, mad dog sports talk radio. And a lot of these people have these sticks, but you get to know them as characters. You get to know them as people. And I feel like those that have been listening to us a long time, know a good bit about us. Um, where we're from, where we currently live, um, things like that. But I thought, let's let's take it to the next step. So we'll do a little true or false game. And it'll just be one thing. And at the end of the show, I'll say, okay, true or false time. And whoever goes first, we'll make a statement. And then Lance has to guess whether what I said about myself is true or whether it's completely fabricated. And so Lance wasn't sure if he was ready. You want me to go first? I can, I can go. Okay. Well, you go ahead and go then. So, true or false, I won an award for the best sports podcast 
Mm. Shoot, I know you used to be really heavy in the game. This is before I met you and knew anything about <laughs> you. Um, I'm going to go with true, that you actually did win some type of award. You would be correct. I actually ah, won. Nice. I actually won uh, one of the podcast awards, the People's Choice Podcast Award. I was the first winner of the award in 2005 for a San Francisco Giant show called 1954 in County. Nice. So you you would be correct. I have the award at my house. I actually went to an award show. Had to give a little speech. Got the actual award, stood in front of the crowd, <laughs> the whole nine yards. So I actually won an award, 2005, 1954 in County. I so will, yes, I'm an award winner. I'll overlook the fact that you are, you know, the blasphemy that is you rooting for the San Francisco Giants being from Pittsburgh <laughs> and yes. saying, that that's awesome, man. That is awesome. That's more than <laughs> that's more than I can ever say. Um, so yeah, there you go. That's cool. That's cool. Are you ready? Yeah, it, was, it was yeah, it was it was it's fun. It was fun. I mean, it was fun going. I mean, it was yeah, yeah. All right. You ready for mine? Yes, I am ready for you. Right. I, yeah, I, I, true okay. or false. I am a classically trained singer and have traveled in Europe and sung at major cathedrals all across England and other parts of that country. Classically trained like opera? Classical music. Not necessarily strictly opera would be the... I'm like, hell no. That's my guess. My guess is no. You're too fit to be a classically trained singer. Like you seem too regular. Like no way. The answer to that is true. Really? True. Yes. I grew up in the church in music and it slowly got more and more. Um, I didn't play any other instruments growing up and I actually traveled across England with a choir and we sang at all the major cathedrals for over a two week span. Um, I received money to do stuff, did musicals, all that stuff, all while playing sports and, and doing that part of my life as well. Music was a huge part of my life growing is up. That on so, yes. Is that on YouTube? No, it is not, man. Oh, Sadly, man. it was before YouTube. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that on YouTube, man? I want to see Jeff belt out the high note. I was a baritone. I was a baritone, so you didn't get too high, but you know, you got it. Hey. I, I thank my mom. My mom got me involved in that at a really young age. I was that kid, and I was in school, and we would always have you know our little chorus concerts, and I'd be the one standing up in front of everybody. I wasn't scared, and so you can read you music and all that good stuff. And yeah, I mean, I yeah. After college, I taught myself how to play the guitar, and so that helped too. So yeah, okay, so pretty much. Yeah, look at you. There you look go. At look, at look at you. <laughs> you might have to sing one day, man. <laughs> nah, you'll see. I haven't done that in a while. It's been a while. It's been a while about five kids ago. Me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, folks. We're learning a little bit about ourselves as you learn about us as well. I'm going to have so, to have you sing the scales one day. Come we'll on sing and sing the scales. I'll have to lose a bet to do that, probably. So. <laughs> <laughs> you sing the scales, yes. So, but all right, um, Lance, anything for the? Well, you already pumped up your show for this week, which will run on t uh, Wednesday. 
your show runs on Wednesday morning. Uh, is there anything you want to add to that or say to the Steeler Nation before we call the show? Oh, we didn't. Um, we got to give our Super Bowl picks. Oh, shoot. That's right. Let's do that quickly. Who do you like? I'm going with the Rams, Cal football, Jared Goff. Let's go. Yeah, score? Uh, I haven't thought about the game like more. Well, than do one you think it's going to be high scoring? Uh, oh, scoring? absolutely going to be high scoring. A- absolutely. As ridiculous uh, as last year's with it was yes, 400. Yes. You think it will be? Holy yeah, cow. Yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> These defenses don't have a chance. Okay. I, too, am going to take the, the Rams because I think, well, I hate the Patriots, but I also think that the Rams' defense is, is better, and Aaron Donald's going to have to have a game now. Yes, he if is. He, if he can get – and he's the one that can wreck the game. Yes. If he can get in Brady's face, yes. Brady's going to be like a little scared girl, which I love. So let's They got to stop the run. I think the other thing is whoever runs the ball best wins that game. Let's talk about next week because with the Super Bowl being on, um, maybe we'll bump it. I don't know. Maybe we'll go on later. That we'll, we'll figure it out. But with the Super Bowl being, maybe we'll go right after the Super Bowl next week. Well, you might be inebriated. Yes, and I will not be home. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I will well that's not fine. Be home with the All shot right, so we will hand. we will figure out how to handle next week. Worst case scenario is we take a week off. And um, we'll be sure to get back as soon as possible. And we'll recap that and all that. So, uh, all right, man. Thanks you for your time, for listening to this show. Me, 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 me. <laughs> YouTube, find us, BTSC Steelers Radio. Um, also, make sure that you um, follow us on all our audio plot- platforms. We're now on Megaphone. We're kind of transitioning from Art19 to Megaphone. That's going to go official on February 1st. That doesn't really change anything on iTunes. Google Play, Spotify, or anything like that, or Stitcher. So just understand, if you don't see us on R19 as much, it's because we're now moved over to Megaphone. So make sure you follow us everywhere. Subscribe. Tell your friends. We appreciate it. And as always, we'll see you next time on The Standard is the Standard.